opposition. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Amen. You are welcome to the presence of God. Open your Bibles with me to Luke chapter number 5. Luke chapter number 5. Luke the chapter number 5. Luke the chapter number 5 from the verse number 1. And as we do it, I want us to pray. Father, we thank you for your awesome presence. We commit this service into your hands. We ask of your grace. We pray for liberty. We ask of your presence to take over. Spirit of God, we decree that, Lord, you will restore and make us anew in every area. Let your word come to us, O God, and let it challenge our life and transform us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we come to you that you will restore us and make us whole. I declare and decree that you will take over the atmosphere and the environment. Spirit of God, I come against any power or spirit that will contend with your word. We decree in the name of Jesus that every power be subdued and let the power of the Lord alone be lifted up. In the name of Jesus, let the atmosphere be filled with your presence and let every heart here be captured unto your word. I humble myself that your glory shall be revealed. Holy Spirit, take over and speak, O God, and exert your authority and power upon this service. We liberate thy people, O God, into their next level. In the name of Jesus, I call it done. Amen. Amen. Are you in Luke chapter number 5? I'm doing the second part of the message. Launch out into the deep. Amen. I'm reading from verse number 1. It says, so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. And Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and who were with me were amazed or astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, from now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boat to land, they forsook all and followed him. Amen. When we say launch out to the deep, what we are saying is that you have dwelled in a place for far too long. You have dwelled in your place of limitation for far too long. You have dwelled in the place where you are not able to move on to your life for far too long. There is a need for you to change direction. Say change direction. There is a need for you to move from where you are to the next level of your life because you see God is calling you to a higher level. You can see better when you stand on the tallest building. That is where you can see better. You are limited in sight and in vision if you are enclosed in a place. That is why when God wanted to deal with the next level of Abraham, he asked Abraham to come out of the tent. 
if you don't move out of your tent, you cannot be able to see the benefits you have. Sometimes most of us are limited by our tent mentality. Your tent is the very confines you know of. The very environment you know of. Do you know that in the kingdom of the blind man, the one eye mind is the king? Do you know that sometimes you can sit at one place and think you are the best until you move out to see somebody else? Do you know that until you meet someone, you know that you don't know anything? Uh, Do you know that even when you travel, then you will understand and appreciate that what you think it is the nice, you meet other places and you know it is the better. And sometimes the more you travel, the more you even lose taste because you can no more compare because anywhere you go is a different thing altogether. Who am I preaching to? You sit in one place and you think your village is the best village until you move on to another village. It was said of a man who was a lecturer or a teacher in a village and as the king looks up to him, the chief looks up to me, everybody in the city or in that village looks up to him and in that class he is teaching history and the history he's teaching is an old history he still maintained that dr kwame nkrumah is the president of ghana when around that time it is, was not dr kwame nkrumah was the president it was kutu achiampo who was in, in the place and then a family had a visit to the village and a young guy from accra was taken by his parents to visit his village and this guy was in school and he understands history entered into the class and when the teacher entered the class everybody will hail the teacher because he's the champion of the place he knows history more than anybody and they entered into that class and was teaching one of his best day he was teaching and he was teaching about the president and all those things started with the days of Nkrumah and was running through and then he said that currently our president and he mentioned he said it's Nkrumah and all those things and then he said do you have any question a little boy from the back who looks in civilian and lifted up his eyes the man realized that no this guy is a new guy in town and he said yes you look new he said yes we came for holiday so we are in the class he said okay uh, what do you want to ask he said I'm sorry to tell you please uh, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah is far gone and the boy started running down the whole thing and he said now the current president President is Kutu Achampo. He said, Where are you coming for? He said, Oh, yes, it's true. It's Kutu Achampo. It's only that I didn't see it well, but that is it. I am here to announce to somebody the Lord is saying you should launch out to the deep because what you thought you know about your business have changed. What you thought you know about your career has changed. What you thought you know about the world politics have changed. What you thought you know about marriage have changed. What you thought you know about church have changed. God is always in the move of change. There are no things that is the same. There are dynamics of things and I'm challenging you today. Whatever you know, drop it and know there is a new thing because you are getting a cake and outmoded without you knowing you are out of fashion. I challenge you out of fashion today. I challenge you out of your cake position. Launch out into the deep because new things are beginning. New things are beginning. Tell the person new things. Oh, tell the person new things. You cannot forever be with your old life. You have to know that things are changing. Modification is the key for innovation. If you cannot modify your life, some of us are too rigid. You are not flexible. And all that you know is the old days. Oh, the good old days. I want you to know the good old days have passed. We are in the new old days. So you just have to know that launching into the deep is for you to understand that things are changing so faster than you think. The whole world is becoming like a global village. In fact, you can have a phone that when somebody calls you, you can know exactly where the person is standing and is calling you. Hello? Some of you, the only phone you have, you can receive call and make calls out. That is all you know. Amen? The world has developed so much that if you want to trace anybody, it's very easy to trace the person. 
and yet you are not making yourself technological significance. You don't know how to, 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 to assess the net. You don't know how to look for information. You don't know how to research. You don't know how to Google. You don't know how to be on YouTube or be on other sites and be able to get information for yourself. And all that you knew is the old time thing. And you said, this is demonic. It's demonic. It's demonic. It's demonic. It's demonic. It's demonic because that is the mark of the beast. I am here to submit to you. Bible said that the children of life are wiser than the children of the kingdom because you know why? He said the children of the kingdom said come and play music. They play the music they don't dance. He said they sing, they don't move but the children of the world are smarter. I want to differ and decree to your life that the children of the kingdom are wiser than the children of the world. I want you to rise up tell the person, shine your eyes. Tell the person, shine your eyes. Tell the person, open your eyes. Listen to me. Nobody will employ you when you come and tell the person you are allergic to computer. You don't know how to use the computer, but you have your degree or you have your certificate. I don't want to hear your certificate. I want to see how smarter and fast you are. How you can surf into the net. How you can be able to assess information at the press of the button. I want to know because every manager wants a board or a subordinate or a worker who can solve his problem. If you can solve the problem of your boss, you have a work. Oh, you are not hearing what I'm saying. I don't care about your tall CV. I want to know how fast you are with your work. So when I am talking, you should decode in the last seconds what is my burden and enter in there and bring me the solution. If I said I have a board meeting, uh, you should know how to put my PowerPoints together. So when I stand there, I press the button, the whole thing will be running through. If I put you behind to you to project that you should know how to project it for me because times are changing. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's about time for you to know even dressing are changing. The old days of Kaba is no more the same. Are you there with me the whole days of, of afro is no more afro even the shoe you are wearing is different in the fashion where there is change in the, in the in the industrial where there is change in the entertainment where there is change in the ministry where there is change innovations and change are taking place in politics in media in journalism in law in whatever there has been changes and innovations you have to change with the time you have to change with the season stop being a cake and be flexible and move on to the next level tell the person lunch out into the deep Turn up as he lunch out into the deep. Listen, gone are the days where you say that I can't speak English, I cannot learn. Listen to me, teachers are abounding now. You can have a size class. It doesn't matter whether your English is at the go or at the camp. It doesn't matter whether you don't know how to manage your business or not. You can get somebody and the person can teach you in the confines of your home and you will come out and you'll be great and you'll be good. Show me which university our, our own, our own, our own professor went to. You know professor, professor professor, professor, the only professor that you can find everywhere. The only professor that will beat you in the ring and beat you in the bedroom. If you have it in the bedroom, we finish you. If you come into the ring, we finish you. He's the professor of the ring. I'm talking about Zoom, Zoom, Azuma Nelson. When you listen to him now, he's more than a graduate because you speak and you know that he's speaking. Am I talking to somebody here? You need to know that life and times are changing. In fact, in fact, in fact, do you know even Juju men are being sophisticated now? Oh, you don't know. Are you following what I'm saying? Now you don't advertise the devil in a way. The devil is also sophisticated and well packaged. So if the devil can even wear packaged and look like, what about you, the child of God? You don't package your business. You don't package your life. You don't package anything. You do your things anyhow and you want God to bless you. God is tired of wasting his anointing on hands that are not going anywhere. 
He's tired. He's tired for you fasting for 40 days and 70 days. And then when he even brings you the blessing, you cannot see it. He's tired. When he brings you business opportunity, you have not built up your muscles to be able to handle it. There are some of you, there come of money, God will bring you, that you will even collapse. Immediately you saw the money, no? You are gone. The reason is that you don't even know what you are going to use the money for. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. Tell the person, build capacity. Tell the person, stretch. Tell the person, challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Because you can't get bigger fishes at the shore. You get bigger fishes in deeper waters. It doesn't matter where you started or how you started. But you can change the terrain if you want to get there. I refuse to be a local champion. I I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. I said I refuse to be a local champion. They refused to be a local champion. Peter and his brothers went to sea. They have all the skill of fishing. They thought they'd know better until they were confronted with a challenge they cannot solve. For the first time in their fishing history, they went through at the night and caught nothing. Because God was teaching them a principle. Listen to me. Anytime God wants to move you to the next level, he makes nonsense of what you think you know. He makes no sense of it. He will reduce you to nothing. When Nebuchadnezzar thought he knows better and is the only God, God reduced him into an animal. And after he came back from the wilderness as an animal walking on his fall, he came back and said, I know the God of Abraham. I know the God of Isaac. He said, from today, all the world shall worship that God. When he thought he's the king of all kings and he erected the golden image that everybody should bow, that nobody, if you refuse to bow, you will die. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused, they challenged his foundation. When it was dead and he threw them into the fire, he sat back and said, I didn't I put in three men. I see a fourth man. And he said, the fourth man looked like the son of man. I am here to announce to you, the fourth man is with you. I said, the fourth man is with you. The son of man is with you. When people thought they know better than you, God opens their eyes into the area of revelation. And they realize that you might look small. You might look slim. You might look short. You might look insignificant. But the angels that surround you, they are mightier and powerful than any army in the world. I prophesy into your life, you are not alone. You are bigger than your size. You are bigger than your nation. You are bigger than your economy. You are bigger than who you you are because you have greatness around you and the presence of God surrounds you. He made nonsense of Nebuchadnezzar's theology. He made nonsense of his philosophy. In fact, when he wanted to, to shake the whole foundation of the kingdom of Egypt, he made nonsense the teachings and the knowings and the understanding of the uh, magicians of Egypt because he made a king to dream and nobody could interpret the dream. Nobody. Nobody. Could interpret that dream. And then for the first time, the magicians and astrologers and the enchanters and the sorcerers understood that there is a spirit in a man who has an excellent spirit called Joseph. And Joseph stooped in from there, from prison, shaved himself and put on a nice clothing because appearance is a key for promotion. Some of you just appear anyhow to interviews because the anointing of the Lord is upon me and I am blessed. So you enter into that place your hair, your beard, whether you are 
keeping that beard for whoever I don't know. Your hair is not properly kept. Your dressing is sour. You just believe God. You are going. The anointing of God is upon me. Yes, the anointing is upon you. But when David was brought from the wilderness, he changed his garment. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-393361 Email us refismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. He looked good before he received an anointing upon his head. Then the palace begin to discuss, talk about him. And when he got to the palace with his guitar, he has bettered the skill. And out of it, he was maintained. He had a job. How are you bettering your skill? When Joseph was taken out of prison, he didn't go from the prison to go and stand before Pharaoh because then Pharaoh wouldn't have taken him serious. Bible said, I read that scripture very well. He said, when he came out of prison, Genesis 40, he went home and shaved and changed his garment. And stood before the king. I challenge you from today. Live as a kingdom child. Live as a kingdom citizen. It doesn't matter whether you have thousands or you don't have any clothes. The one shirt or the one shoe or the one thing you have. Look at it well. Change it. Look nice. Smell good. Now perfumes are not expensive. You can get a perfume. Roll on are not expensive. You can get one. Singlet are not expensive. You can get one. Look good and smell good. When you lift up your hands, let people receive the anointing and let them be blessed. Hallelujah. And don't let them be slain. It is important for us to understand. Times have changed where we try to over-spiritualize everything. And we have become over-spiritualized and we have become spooky in the time. We are not affecting our generation. We are speaking big grammar. We are speaking good English. We are quoting scriptures. And yet, there are realities that we need to deal with. How do you assess issues of life? Christianity does not make us dumb. Christianity makes us wiser. Because we are the salt of the earth. Not the acid of the earth. Hello? A lady, you want a man to marry you, but you don't look good. Your own dressing. The way you appear. When the man meets you, the man is not marrying a spirit. He's marrying a human being. Oh, hello, are you there with me? He, he tries and says, cook something, let me eat. That is the last killer. Amen. It's like Jackie Chan who has given you a kick. The kickboxer. Because this man finished eating and he has to line down super paper product. His house turned into super paper product. He's running into... Then he will come back. Then when he sees that, hey, then he runs again. And the man who cannot even zip up very well, if he tries to even knock at the door of the palace, that is even worse. And yet you say, I am praying. Even Jesus... The garment he was wearing was so expensive that Roman soldiers who were well paid in their days can gamble on it. 
prophecy comes, but you prepare for prophecy. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I thank God. God will say, I'll make you great and make all this, but I cannot be stupid for God to make me great. If you come to church all the time and I bore you, will you pass by? Tell the person, kill yourself a little. When they were having the challenge and Jesus appeared, he saw their boat. There are other boats. He wanted to use that boat, that vessel. But before he could use the vessel, he said, push a little into the sea. Tell the person, push a little. Tell the person, push a little. He, he saw that vessel. He wanted to use the vessel. Because in launching out into your deep, that is what solves your problem. Because you see, if you can move a little, you can change your destiny. If you can move a little, you can change your life. Listen, if you can stretch a little, you can change that situation. If you can stretch a little, your life will be better. The reason why you are not seeing the breakthrough is that you are refusing to stretch. He said, when he sat on, he said, push me. He said, push a little. So they pushed him a little and he went ahead a bit. Now he found the vessel useful to use it because until the vessel is moved up higher, it cannot be used. That is why every woman is a woman, but others are married materials. Can I, can I talk to you? The reason is simple. A man can juggle with about seven women, but he knows who is the married one. And he knows who is a handbag. And he knows who is his shoe. It is not because they are all not beautiful. They are all beautiful. But the truth is that one of them who is the married material has pushed a little. The rest are on their level. But one decided to step ahead of the level and create an X factor. I am here to challenge you. You might have a skill. You all could go for an interview for a position. Others are higher than others cannot be hired. It's not because one is better than the other because one chose to have an X factor. Dan decided to push a little. So he impressed the panelists in a little way than you did. I am here to announce to somebody anything you are doing add an X factor. Make yourself ask yourself why will people hire me? Why will people like to associate with me? What is my market value? What is my market premium? Because everybody has a price. If you don't have a price on you, everybody will buy you for nothing. What value are you adding on yourself? What is your bargaining power? Ask somebody, what is your bargaining power? It is not that you cannot be chosen. It is not that you cannot be used. But you should have something that others will come. You see, the whole world money is tied to problems in the pocket of men. Your ability to decode their problem is the answer for the money you are looking for. What problems are you solving? Ask somebody, what problems are you solving? A little boy, a little guy who was in the university and was trying, he, he can't even study very well. He was just messing up. Things are not going on well for him. And he sat back and looked at the whole world. and realized, ah, The whole world, people want to communicate. People have lost contact. They have lost their friends. They don't even understand where they are and they don't know where they are. So he thought and sat down and said, I am introducing something called Facebook just for fun. Today, the whole world, including presidents, are on Facebook. A little young guy who could be in Africa. You see, the problem is that whilst they are there manipulating machines, we are here chasing rats. 
So how do we compete on the global market? That is why we can go out to negotiate or to do things when they flash us with women and they flash us with some nice bodies and good food and drink. We are mesmerized and we sign anything and come and sit there and say, Am I talking to somebody? In the Scandinavian countries, there is a place where it has been set up like a whole city that you take your child to the place. If he wants to be a lawyer, there is a model that you go and sit there. If he wants to be a journalist, there's a model. If he wants to be a pilot, there's a model. If he wants to be a teacher, there's a model. So models are set up there. And the, the whole essence of the model is that the child, anytime you take the child, where the child goes more frequently and interacts is the interest area. So you pick the child and begin training the child right from education. Look at our education system. Where is he heading us to? Show me where he's heading us. You have graduates that need to be retrained. Well, give me a wave. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. You see, university does not make you, you make the university out of you. Hello? Launching out a little, push yourself a little. Try to bring something out of you, and then you can see whether people will come for you or people will not come for you. You have a value, but the value is in you. You need to decode that value for people to chase you. And the day you find that value, that is the day you begin making money. That's the day you make. He said, Push out. Tell the person, Lunch out. Tell the person, Lunch out. You cannot be lazy to lunch out. You have to be aggressive to lunch out. You have to be challenged to lunch out. You have to be troubled to lunch out. You have to know that the time has come for me to change my destiny and to do something meaningful with my life. Tell the person, lunch out. Tell the person, lunch out. I love the way the Bible put it. Verse 3 says that then he got into one of the boats. One, which means that there are several of the boats. Say several. Why didn't he use any of those boats? He got into one of the boats. Listen, everybody starts life as an apprentice. Hello? An apprentice is somebody that is learning. Everybody starts life as an apprentice. But everybody does not finish life as an apprentice. You have to decide to finish life as a master and not an apprentice. The value you have on yourself determines where you go. He said that he got into one of the boats with your Simons and asked him to put out a little from the land. Can I suggest to you, there is a little thing you need to do and that little will add value to your life. If you can push out a little, you will see the glory of God. If you can pray a little, you can see the hand of God. If you can sow a little, you will see God's grace. If you can study a little, you will see the change in your life. If you can learn a little, you will see some discovery. If you can listen a little, there will be a change. You can do something little and that can change your life. You see, what changes life is not big, it's something little. Hello? I said it's not big, it's something little. Am I I talking to somebody? So that is why we have the Englishman came out and looked at it and said, little drops of water makes what? A mighty ocean. Some of you might be looking out to have big 
capital before you can do something. But you can start small and it can be bigger. Bible said, despise not small beginnings. The problem with a lot of us is that we are thinking it's the, the whole thing is in bigger things, but it's not in bigger things, it's in small things. If you cannot master your small things, you cannot have the bigger one. Listen, if you cannot manage one person, how can I manage two? If you cannot manage two people, why do you ask God to give you three? If you cannot even manage the hundred Ghana cities God has given you, how can you manage ten thousand dollars? Hello? If you can't manage the little opportunity God has given you, how can God trust you with the bigger opportunity? Every big thing starts with a seed. Every big thing starts small. The same boat they have abandoned. Jesus saw potential in that boat. And the potential he saw, he said, for me to utilize that potential, you just need to push a little. No man is useless. No business is useless. No life is useless. Nothing is useless. The only thing that makes it useless is that there's no value added to it. Let me tell you something. Everybody can be beautiful. Let a woman enter into a saloon and come out from that saloon and your mind will change about that woman. Because there's beauty in the shop. And there's a beauty in the saloon. Have you, not, have you not noticed it? A man was sitting at the studios at the door of an artist. And the man looked so wretched and his life is, is dressing, his life and everything because the man was troubled of life. The artist passed by him every day. And the artist went into the studio one day and then looked at the man sitting there. The artist began to project into the real man behind the clothes. And he began to draw because artists draw by inspiration. And once he began to draw, he began to figure out who that man should have been. And he came out with a nice man that looks very nice, well-dressed and everything, looking sharp and, and like a top-notch businessman. And then when he finished, he went out to call the man out of his gallery and he said, can you please come into my art gallery to look? And he said, no, I can't because that, that gallery is a gallery of great people. So the man was afraid to even enter. He said, oh, come. He said, I don't look worthy to enter in. He said, oh, come. And the man entered into that art gallery. And when he entered into that art gallery, he said, could you please assess this picture for me? The man was looking at the picture. He said, can you please identify the figure? He said, yes, I'm looking at it, but I cannot identify the figure. He said, check well. The man was looking. I said, no, the nose like is my nose. The eye is my eye. The forehead and everything. All of a sudden, the man was able to describe that the whole thing looks like him. And when he ended, the artist said, yes, you are the one. He said, are you sure I am? And I said, this is who you are. What you are now is not who you are, but this is who you are. You see, God sees us better as a master artist. You thought you are nothing. You thought you are worthless. You thought you have no value, but God sees value in your life. God sees a beauty that no one sees. God sees potential that nobody sees. God sees an ability nobody sees. The business that is going down, God sees this potential in that business. The marriage that is going down, God sees potential in that marriage. The child that looks stupid to you, God sees potential in that child. The son that is not good, God sees goodness in that child. In fact, God sees in our mess the beauty that who we are. The boat has been left. The boat looks useless, but God saw potential in that boat. He never went for any boat, but he went for the abandoned boat. Have you abandoned your life? Have you abandoned that project? Are you saying it's impossible? The master artist is saying that it is not. You are able to do it. Because he brings out who you are. 
And when the man saw it, the man's attitude changed. The perception of the man, the word view of the man changed. Some of you, the little thing you need to do is just to change your mind view or your word view because you are surrounded with people who cannot challenge your life. You are living in an area that does not even challenge you. They talk out anyhow, they behave anyhow, they walk anyhow, and you think you are like them. You are different. And yet you be coming to church every day and you are not reforming. I challenge you, you are different than your environment. You are different. Do you know where some of us was raised up from? I was raised up in an area not to go to school and to become a vagabond. It's very easy. You don't apply for it. You already qualify for it. It is very easy. Because it abounds. An area where it is the survival of the fetus. I grew up in, in two major areas or two major towns or cities that, that when you are fighting, you can see knives, literal knives, and you see bottles and, 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 and smoking and drinking and humanizing is the champion of the place. And fighting and bad life and hooligan life and, and pride life and everything is the order of the day. Not going to school and living anyhow and abandon your life. But I grew in that same area. But I purpose in my heart. Even though my parents cannot read and write and they don't understand whether I go to school or not. But I purpose in my heart that I want to change my life in the midst of them. We can be fooling but I don't choke with my books. I studied and I came out. I can't buy my textbook. I'll borrow textbooks but I'll make the best out of the textbook. By the next day, I have learned whatever I need to learn in it. I never went to any international school because my parents cannot afford. I went into deprived schools, but the Lord was with me, and I learned, and today I am here. If you hear me speaking English, it is not by choice. It is by efforts. It's by efforts. What are you making out of your life? You think I just got up and come to the level of ministry and where I am? I have pushed a little. I have worked on myself. I have challenged myself. You are in the office. Challenge yourself. You are in that marriage, challenge yourself. You are in that relationship, challenge yourself. You are in that field, challenge yourself. Let your employer know that you have something. Place value on yourself. Bring out solutions. And stop being jealous. And petty. We have people in places so petty, so jealous. Charming. Trying to look out for thoughts. To bring people down. Gossiping around. The time you will waste to be a busybody. Waste that time and add value to yourself. Add value to yourself. I said do what? Add value to yourself. If you can push a little. At least having a side course. After closing from work. Going to school. Some of us are too lazy wasting all the time. We can sit down hours and gossiping and talking. We can't read even one book. When I ask you what was the last book you read, you'll be scratching your head. You have stuck your library with all kinds of books. Yet the financial answers you are looking for is in the book. Your position you are occupying, you know that you are becoming more international. Instead of pushing yourself to learn certain international languages, you are being lazy. And yet you are praying for God to open up. Your business is moving to certain dimensions. You have to be able to take a side course and, and, and master your area of business because you are meeting other people who can help you. You are not learning. And you think God can fix it. God needs a brain.
to be able to work through the brain to function. God needs a hand to use that hand to function. God needs a leg to use that leg to function. God needs a mouth to use that mouth to talk. And God needs an eye to use that eye to see. What are you giving to God for God to use? When Moses was crying to God, he said, God, the Egyptians are coming and we are sandwiched between the mountain and we are sounding between the Red Sea and we are sandwiched between the Egyptians. What do I do? The Lord said, Moses, stop shouting to me. Exodus chapter 14. What do you have in your hands? He said, I have a rod. God never used anything until you give him something. What do you have to give to God? Peter and his colleagues have washing their net, but they had a boat. What do you have? Ask somebody, what do you have? Most of us are full of excuses of life. Reasons why we were not able to do some things because of something. Some people you ask that, why are you not able to do it? My father did not take care of me. Your father only's responsibility is to give birth to you. It is not his responsibility to make you who you are. African mentality that you sit down and think that your destiny is tied to somebody's life. If the person does not give you money, you cannot be who you are. I am telling you, it's a demonic lies. It's a demonic lies. The Lord that created you and I. Bible says God created us unto good works. We are the workmanship of the Lord. In other words, our destiny is solely dependent upon God. The one who manufactured the car knows the function of the car. And he cares about the car. That is why some cars, when you crash them or you have a problem, when you take it back, no fitter can fix it until you went to the manufacturer to get the parts to come and fix it. The same way is God with us. Nobody can fix you better than God can fix you. Nobody can fix you better. Let's stop that kind of human messiahship. We have made human beings our messiah. Peter and, and, and his colleagues were looking at the sea as their messiah. Yet, the messiah of all messiah was standing there. That is Jesus. And when they recognized him, they were able to break through. Some of you people can manipulate you on their hands like that. Because they know you have nowhere to go. Are you understand my point? They know you don't, you don't even have a vision, neither do you even have a dream. Hmm? For the fact that you are married, that's not mean you are useless. The man should not box you. You should be able to know what you can do. A man, for the fact that you are sitting and don't have work, it doesn't mean you are stupid. You should be able to get up yourself. Stop feeding on women and help yourself. Now some men, all that they know is that somebody is sponsoring. Somebody is giving. Mr. Odi and Mr. Otia. Somebody is giving. I am taking and I am enjoying myself. When will you work and also bring it? Do you like what I'm sharing with you? Listen, you need to push a little. Tell the person, add a little. Oh, tell him, add a little. And you will see God's glory. See, a little effort will change everything. In the, in, the, in, the, in the Olympic Games, I was watching it. I don't know how some of you even watched it. Some of the race were very serious. Are you there with me? At the finishing line, a little head made the difference for some people. I remember they did 5,000 or whatever this race. An American was leading, almost getting to the tape. And, 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 and some Ethiopian or whatever, a little energy and effort they gathered. They outran the American. By the time they were finished, the American was smart. When he got to the tape, then he fell, she fell down. At least she won a bronze. Oh, are you there with me, somebody? Just a little. Another person will say, I am tired, so I cannot do it. Say, hey, 
and smile. I like the Americans. They are sharp. <laughs> you know what I mean? She just fell down and was dead. She didn't go home empty-handed. A little. Tell the person a little. Tell the person a little. You see, little things, little things. That is what Bible says. Little forces destroys the vine. Bigger things don't make news. Little things make news. Little. Little. Tell the person little. In your business, little. In your marriage, little. In your relationship, little. A little thank you can make a difference. A, 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 a little God bless you can make a difference. A little I am sorry can turn things around. Are you getting me? Little things. Little things. Push out a little. Tell the person, push out a little. Tell the person, push out a little. He said he asked that they should push him a little. And when they pushed him a little, he was able to have a better view. And he used the same boat that others could not use. Then when he finished that, he said, launch out into the deep. You cannot launch out into the deep if you don't master your little things. You can only launch out into the deep when you have mastered your little things. Because your rehearsal will determine your performance. I challenge you after today that begin to rehearse. Don't despise yourself. Don't look down upon yourself. Don't think you can do it. Just work on yourself gradually. You see, becoming great is not sudden. Becoming great is a process. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is just a process. You start from somewhere. There is no great person. There is no successful person who doesn't have a story. Sometimes you don't even like to hear their story because their story is, is, is a jump up story. Jesus was born in a manger, in a place where there are goat and sheep, but out of the manger came a king. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It doesn't matter where you are born. It doesn't matter your predicament. It doesn't matter your challenges. It doesn't matter your shortcomings. What matters is where you are going because where you are going is more than where you are starting. You can start bad, you can have a bad start, you can have a poor start, you can fall on the way, you can mess up on the way, you can have challenge on the way, but don't let that stop you. Your mistakes should not stop you. Your failure should not stop you. Your obstacles should not stop you. Just press on. Every day, a little. 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 You will surely arrive at your destination when people want to trust you, they will think it was easy, but you build it up gradually, 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 and gathers little by little. But the next time you see them, they have all what you call a territory. Ants rule by territories. The ant hill becomes big, but the ant hill did not start sudden. The ant hill started when you see the ant carrying something. You don't even see what he is carrying, but he is building a house. A bird builds a nest when you never expected because she knows she has a child to bear. And when she is building the nest, she picks leaves one. She picks this one. By the time you realize at the corner of your house, a house has been built. It was built by a bed when you were not knowing and you were sleeping. It was little by little. A little fish on a hook catches a bigger fish. A little fish on a trap can catch a bigger rat. A little thing can change the difference. I am here to challenge somebody. Do something in your life. Push yourself in your life. Push and challenge yourself. Do something about your life and the Lord shall help you. You don't need anything big. You need just something little. You don't need any big exposure. You need just a little exposure. Obama never had a big exposure. He had a little exposure. A little exposure. 
And that exposure, he used it to his advantage. And when he finished, he was recognized. And that is what has made me a president. Little. It's not a color you have. Because balloons don't rise by their colors. They rise by what is in them. Stop blaming people for your shortcoming. Nobody is better than you. You are better than yourself. And you can do it. I said you can do it. Don't abandon your boat. I said you can do it. I said don't give up on your dream. You can do it. I said don't resign on that thing. You can do it. Because a little will change it. Just a little. Between a midnight hour and the morning, it's just 12 on the dot. It's just 12 on the dot. It takes just a microsecond for you to shift from 12 into the morning of a new day. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just a little. Your delay might be there. I don't care how far you have waited. I don't care how far you have pushed. I don't care what you are washing. Some of you are trying to abandon, but you have not left the scene yet. And thank God you have not left the scene. And you are still at the scene. And you are still watching the thing. God is sending help to you. Because like the man by the pool of Bethesda, as long as you remember your pool, there will surely be a help for you. There will surely be a help for you. You are coming to church will not be in vain. You are going to school will not be in vain. Your prayer will not be in vain. Your studies will not be in vain. Your mistakes and your corrections will not be in vain. Any little things you are doing is going to turn out for something big for you tomorrow. Take advantage of the little platform that is given to you. And know that that is the next level for your life. God bless you. Stand up on your feet. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you, I know.